0: Welcome to Well Examined, the podcast where science and discovery meet intuition and wellness with your host, Christine Dynes. Each episode, I'll chat with the best minds in integrative epigenetic health, biohacking, neuroscience, quantum healing, and lifestyle design, as well as a slew of reputable citizen scientists across all facets of wellness. friends. Today we're joined by Desiree Despong, the creator of Flowpresso Therapy. I was introduced to Flowpresso a few years ago out at Dr. Drobot's Biomed Center in Scottsdale. And after 45 minutes or so of literally the most dreamy yet invigorating far infrared lymphatic therapy, Flowpresso really became my favorite lymphatic therapy. Definitely for good reason. And we'll get into that today. I love working with Desiree. Desiree. Desiree and I can really relate. We're both very science and research-minded, yet we're really quite driven by our intuition. So we bring the best of both of those to you know the future of health innovation. And Desiree and I have had such incredible conversations about the far, far, far-reaching applications of Flowpresso in you know, what lymphatic therapy really means and how paramount it is um, in the biological medical and just the healing medical world for all of us today. So Desiree, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. we say kia ora in New Zealand, which is hello. So it's a pleasure to be on your podcast.
0: Hello. Thank you. Well, everybody loves our first question. It's kind of become this little cult following question. What's your ikigai? And I always, uh, you know, for newbies, let you know, this is just this part of your passion that comes from your heart, why you're so connected to what you do in life. And for so many of the guests that come on here, which, uh, you know, I know you relate to Desiree, uh, everything that you're creating comes from this better together, more health conscientious collective approach so what is your ikigai related to how flow came to be
1: well, excuse me like most health practitioners we end up in this journey because we're healing our own wounds and um i was a similar situation mine more from the heart i had not only had an emotional <laughs> trauma but i had also had ironically um an electric shock which uh kind of gave my heart a hell of a jolt excuse the expression. Oh, um, yeah, and. Yeah, I'm one of the reasons um, I even, you know, came close to Dr. Drobot was uh, because I was at a conference and he happened to tap me on the shoulder and he says, "I want you, I want to talk to you." But <laughs> That's through, awesome. through him, t- it, yeah, it's definitely him. And uh, so, anyway, you know, I ended up in his clinic as a consultant, but ended up being consulted. Uh, so that was where <laughs> I started realizing that things had to change because I was actually a practitioner then already I was teaching lymphatics uh, in the United States and you know my passion had always been to make a difference Um, and my you know to heal people I was working at a very um, busy clinic I was you know what they call the lymphologist in in Tauranga, which is where I live in New Zealand and uh, you know you came to me from anything from digestive issues through to post-surgery from cancer and even through cancer therapy so you know, I had a real passion very early on to, to be there, but I think what really drove me further was seeing the difference, um, that was with particularly cancer cases. And they started to, I'll I'll use the word, build a profile for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and of course, going through my own journey with Dr. Drobot and seeing what had happened to my whole system, both physically and emotionally. Um, you know, I had an, I was uh, living with a, heart rate of 100 um, as my resting heart rate so I was constantly you know going my system was driving all the time and you know it was incredibly tiring so I took that as a lesson to learn more about our autonomic nervous system and so it was actually Dr Drobot I owe him um, an automated, you know a lot of gratitude because he was the one come on you must be able to do something more for us you must be able to take us you know to another level of this lymphatic drainage because as you probably know, it's really hard to find uh, this ther- a therapist in this area that is, you know, effective um, and takes a, a holistic approach. So uh, that was when he sort of said, "Come on, I need something that I can rely on because you know you train up these amazing staff and then they leave." So, <laughs> yes, you know, it was a real issue. So my passion came back to what if. What if I could create something, but just what if if I could help someone switch that irregulation, which is so big in in biological medicine, is regulating that autonomic nervous system so someone could live in a state of relaxation as opposed to a state of fight flight all the time. And so that's really where the journey of Floprezzo came. And then the biggest part for me was when my sister was diagnosed with stage four cancer And she's uh, in the South Island. So that's, a you know, I have to fly. I had to fly down on a regular basis to be there. And, and, you know, I was just so incredibly grateful that I had the knowledge I did in the cancer arena. And we walked that path. And one of the things was realizing she had come from a very, very high stressful role. She was giving out an awful lot. There was not a lot of self-care back. And um, so identifying again that, yeah, this was a real issue. And lymphatic drainage is a problem as well because, you know, there's that saying, the issues in the tissues. Um, And, you know, it's a big thing for bioregulatory medicine is realising that we have to shift the fluids to create an, an internal environment that can actually get healthy. So, you know, I'm grateful to say that she's now four years down the track despite having stage four and she's uh living the dream. She's completely Aww. changed her life. That's so fantastic. Yeah, she followed the whole four pillars, we call it in, in New Zealand. So we have four pillars in New Zealand where we call it the te tapa which is the, so we believe that there's four aspects to health. So we all know about the physical and we often know about the mental. And then we talk about the spiritual a lot, but there's also what we call whanau, which is family. So the people that you have around you, so your external environment in the form of energy people is what infects us internally as well. So she took all those four aspects and she's like, you know, amazing. Um You know, and if this is one thing and the only thing I achieved in my life was saving my sister, then I've achieved my passion personally. But, um, you know, I want to go on and obviously help the world, you know, in in a sense of as many people as I can, because what we saw was Flo Preso downregulated her and it gave her a chance to heal again, but it gave her a chance to center in. and when you work with a close family member it's really really tough and you but you get to have an experience and a journey to see really what something does because you're with them all the way whereas of course you know we have over 200 clinics with flow preso now I don't get to see this or hear this as much um so it was amazing for me but so yeah coming back my passion really is is making a difference where I can and but mindful that you know the biggest thing I've learned over these years is we're here to empower or facilitate health. We're not to disempower. We're not to take away anything. I think that's our Western model. We call it here in New Zealand. You know, where the minute you get a diagnosis, this is what you have to do, then this and this and this. Whereas, you know, in the bioregulatory and all that, we're trying to empower someone to take back their health. And that's, you know, if I can achieve that with some people, I'd be incredibly grateful. Uh Well, I don't usually... I don't usually cry this early
0: in my podcast, but thank you for sharing the story about your sister. And the last time we talked, you uh, shared the four pillars and I was so moved. I just love that. I mean, that should be the template for the rest of the world. I know all cultures have, you know, ages old template for health, but you know, the U S is lacking in that being such a young country. So I'm hoping that everybody really leans into that right away. and We can embrace that. Um, you know, most listeners say, well, they, they will have at least a basic understanding of how important lymphatic flow is, but let's discuss these more nuanced aspects, especially because you bring up the nervous system. You know, some will experience improved sleep and calm while others remark on an almost immediate noticeable increase in energy. So what is it about flowpresso technology where it can elicit such a variety of effects among people?
1: Well, let's just talk about the cells again. Like think of them as a goldfish in a bowl and you're, you know, the the goldfish is swimming around in beautiful clear water, which is what we want our cells to be in amongst it, where there's the nutrients and the vitality coming into those cells and to our organs and our environment. And then, but over time, you know, there seems to be more toxicity going into our system and less coming out. And so what happens just like the goldfish you know over time that water discolors because of the waste product from the fish and then what happens over time is of course that fish if the water's not cleared think of a cell would die so this is why lymphatics is so important and I think we we've, we've lost sight but it is you know it's like coming back in vogue which is very exciting for someone who has been in the lymphatic world for about 18 years that, woo-hoo, we've finally got it out there no, so, right? you know it's it is amazing to finally see it happening and um and so from a from so my training comes also from i've uh, been in shiatsu and i did eastern philosophies and you know and then i worked with uh, orthobonomy which is all structural environments you start to look at things from a different perspective and that's why with Flo we are getting so many different um results and and you know it's very, very personal to the person and their journey because a few things. One is the compression, which is moving the body. Right, it's moving whether you look at it from a point of view of fluids to muscle to blood flow to everything. It's just moving your body, and unfortunately in today's society, you know we don't move as much as we need to, or like we used to, and then we have the far infrared heat. Well you know most people know about the the, the saunas and the popularity of those and, and more importantly you know the effects of saunas and you know again but for me even from an eastern philosophy it's about warming your core temper I mean I always think I always talk to women you know we're always especially you know going through peri or menopause or post is that mm-hmm. you get that really cold feeling around and you know around the abdomen and the, and the mm-hmm. buttocks and stuff and you know, that's a prime example of that. We've become stagnated or cold in the system, and they call it the three shoe in Chinese medicine. And and it's your heating system tends to be up the top, which is up in the chest. So it's you know, obviously, for your you call you call them hot flashes in the United States, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we call them hot flushes. Um, and so you know, this is what causes this dysregulation, and so warmth also causes vasodilation, which is the opening of the blood vessels. So again, we're getting more movement in your body. And so heat plays a role. Now, there's certain times we don't use it. Like, for example, if you had lymphedema or we don't want to create a vasodilation because that could create more swelling. But when we've got a vasodilation effect where we're opening up and getting movement and then we're compressing and moving it along, you can see how you're starting to get movement in the body. Very early on in our studies, um, we actually caught in a group of first responders. There had been a a horrific incident here in Toranga. And um, so they put themselves up for what we call guinea pigs in New Zealand and um, (laughs) offered their bodies for the science. And uh, we did this amazing study. We did blood pressure, heart rate variability. So we used the Nerve Express, which uh, Dr. Drobot has, I believe, And uh, then we uh, obviously did uh, Flow Present. We did a lot of self reporting, so sleep, stress, those kind of things. And what was fascinating is so these are some really high elite men that uh, when they walked in, they looked incredibly fit. And their role required them to be incredibly fit. And what was interesting is uh, when I put them on the heart rate variability, they were more stressed. they were more sitting in the sympathetic um, health spectrum than they were in the parasympathetic and more so lying down and standing up. So you can see over time, their bodies become used to always being on call, ready to go when it's yeah. called out, that kind of thing. And
0: I, I think this... all of the time when I was in um, medical school, we would treat self or re- er- first responders and exactly what you just said. Everyone would be so surprised to see those results, but it's so common.
1: Yeah. And, and I think bringing it to day to day with everything we've gone on in the last three years with the pandemic and that, I think it's more, more, um, you know, regular in the day-to-day society group of people as well. And, but what we found is after three sessions that was switching, that was changing. And I'm like, Okay, we're on to something. Thanks. And um, I'll never forget sitting in Dr. Trobot's office. And he goes, Desiree, you've been talking to me for ages about lymphatics and the parasympathetic response of stimulating lymphatics. You did it. You did it. And I'm sitting there going. And then it was a lightning bolt of, oh my goodness, I did it. Like I <laughs> switched the way the autonomic nervous system is. And so I think. When we just look at it from that aspect, if I can help, or if the suit, sorry, if the suit, we call it the control-alt-delete. Do you remember that in computers years ago? Yes. So we call it the control-alt-delete of the body. It's taking your physiological behavior back to what would be considered normal um, or back to a state of regulation. Now, if we just think of that from that level, if your body now knows what's regulated, it's no longer in fight flight, it's no longer in freeze or anything else that's requiring it to continually move all the time and it's like um, in survival mode. And it resets and it goes, hang on a minute, what do I really need? All of a sudden, things can ripple from that because your body is the most incredible system where if it has the right tools, it will actually try to improve the quality of its health. But when it's living in a survival state, it doesn't. And I think that's why that combination, we also have um, a thing called nano vibrational technology, very new to the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was actually developed by an engineer in the United States. um, And we have been able to obtain that in the proprietary rights and, we have that up around the back of the neck because you and I, we're both into energy, understand the concept. And this is, like, I'll say it's similar, but it, it's not. But if I use the word pulsed electromagnetic frequencies, most people understand that negative ions, positive sure. ions. And so the idea, we placed it, because I did a two years of studies in that as well, and it was all about reducing discomfort and pain was the original reasoning we put it on the base of the neck because at the end of the day, Most people carry stress in their shoulders and neck, right? So it's a normal reality. And guess what? Our lymph all drains into the terminus, which is just above the collarbone. So I wanted to get people's shoulders relaxed so that when we moved fluids, the body could take it and use it efficiently through the channels it's supposed to. But what we started to see is the frequency started to also impact on the way people felt and the resonance of that so we you know we're working so much more and i think it's our future now i'm I'm working with two other lots of technology right now for this exact reason because this is our future is working with resonance and frequencies that our body wants to be attracted to and align with because it's um it's uplifting as opposed to frequencies like i suppose your 5g's and things like that that are just observing
0: well it's so it's so relatable um you know i have I was, you know, discussing with you earlier how integrated my audience has become in this podcasting, um, you know, journey and how they inform all of the discussion and questions. And when people ask me, you know, what is Flowpresso experience like? Of course, I, you know, the best way to describe it is by being hugged. It's one of the best hugs you could possibly receive. So I'm sort of combining a couple different thoughts here. Um, it's M- Mental Health Awareness Month here in the United States, and you know that a huge part of my practice is around mental-emotional optimization. So can we talk uh, more about how does flowpresso activate the brain centers that respond to human touch, and how do these um, experiences flow into, you know, mental-emotional health Now, I guess it's maybe just discussing more about what you just uh, went into about cellular health, but people really want to know, um, can I come for this, you know, can I come for this therapy and I'm going to experience, <clears throat> and I'm going to experience more happiness. Um, can I come for this therapy and I'm going to see a reduction in my, you know, depression. Can we talk more about that? I guess here's what my clients know. And a lot of listeners, I always discuss how epigenetic information sits in our cells and our lymphatic tissues and then informs our physiological health, right? On the greater, bigger plane. Maybe you can talk about it from that perspective. I know that was a lot all wrapped up into one thing, but this is such a huge topic for people right now. Uh, And I just say, we need our nervous systems healed before we can go anywhere else, everyone. So come come to that place for everybody, please.
1: Okay, so- I mean, we all love a hug. Well, not everyone, to be fair, but most people love a hug. And um, it's interesting. It was one of the first uh, things that we started to identify a lot. People would come out and go, I feel like I've been hugged a hundred times. Yeah, I love that. So we even started to adjust our settings based on this is a hug, not a blood pressure cuff squeeze, because we wanted to put that sense of experience into people's Um, overall therapy within the flow and and so for me you know one of the things that took a while to understand was why were we delivering these outcomes on another level not just the regulation but also what else and we started to see that we were delivering something very similar to deep pressure therapy so, deep pressure therapy is used often for autistic kids and that, but it's all about hugs. It's about pressure. It's about, um, you know, your weighted blankets, for example. That's another one that's often used. And what's interesting about deep pressure therapy is they started to realize that it was down regulating cortisol. Mm-hmm. But back in, um, it was even in 2013, they did a study as well. So, it's been around a while. So, it, but it increased dopamine and serotonin and was also affecting the HPA axis, which affects your mental health. So hugging, we know, releases oxytocin. Oxytocin is about reducing stress and anxiety. And so the thing is, light touch, ironically, is more of a sympathetic um, due to our skin receptors. So if you just lightly brush over your hand, a lot of people don't like that. It's like they react to, especially if they've had a lot of trauma. Mm -hmm. And But the stronger... Um, they found that it actually reduced heart rate and respiration, but you know it's releasing the oxytocin, is releasing the endorphin. So you know you feel good, you feel happy. You've got alteration to your brain waves, so theta. Uh, we did some preliminary EEG testing. We need to do more, but we know that it can affect the beta and theta, which is like meditation. So for example, we've had people come and say, "I actually know what meditation is now. I understand what you've been trying to teach me for years." I love that. Because love... we took them to a place. If I can just, because I'm on a podcast and no one can see right now, just, just close your eyes and imagine you're back in the womb again. You're held, you're warm, you're wrapped up tight. You've got that heartbeat coming back to you, your mum's heartbeat. You've got that feeling of fluidity going on we you're just, you know, moving within that area. All of a sudden you feel safe again. It's an experience of safety. Now. That's what we've kind of created, but I didn't realize until more recently that we've got you wrapped up, held, warm. The compression cycle is like a flow. It starts at your feet, it moves its way up to the shoulders and neck, and then you drift back down again. And it's just over and over again. And your body is being hugged. Now, from a point of view of the mental health, some of the results we got was that there was a change in the cognitive response. There was change in um the perception of being able to step back from a situation as opposed to being in a situation mm. and that was time and time again we've been getting that they feel calmer they come out I always use the analogy because you can always tell a flow preso face now <laughs> I was in a big meeting uh we call them hui's here in New Zealand a big meeting and and the other day and I was in a group and it was at another site that's got one of our suits and um there was two people down from up north. And and so, anyway, long story short, they put one of them in and it was so funny. She comes out and I went, she's just had flow preso, hasn't she? When they went, how do you know? So she's got the look, you know, it's that, oh, look. that, you know, a couple of glasses of wine or you've just woken up out of that beautiful sleep and you've got that, you know, this beautiful calm look on your face and that, oh, yeah, I'm in the happy place, you know. And that's that's the aspects to why it helps um with you know with mental health is that there's that and then I can take you down the journey of the energetic. So in New Zealand we we talk about the Waidua. The Waidua is connecting to the heart which connects to the spirit. We talk about two rivers, which is one your personality, who came here to be, you know, who what you're here to contribute. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: the other one is the soul, the connection to the soul. And we believe the only way you can come through this is through the heart to the spirit. Now the world right now, we've disconnected. We've become more affected by our external environment. We've completely forgot to reset into our internal environment because it's our internal we have full control over, our external we do not. When you're in the suit, some of the most amazing experiences happen to people because they're wrapped up, held, feel safe, warm, and then all of a sudden they just get present again. So they become come back into full body awareness, what's happening to my body? Then that goes into actually having a heart awareness. Who am I? What am I about? Like, and then all of a sudden you start to go into this meditative state where you're going, oh, and we've, we completely remove environmental stimulants. So like we put headphones on, beautiful music, or we can even put on meditation music. and um, We cover your eyes. We turn off lights. So we're trying to create an environment where you're in your own little bubble. How many people get that nowadays? How many people get that experience unless you are dedicated at meditation and all the rest? But Mm -hmm. the thing is, you don't know what you don't know. So you don't know what your reference point is if you've completely gone off track and gone into that fight flight. And so bringing someone back to regulate autonomic, to connect again to self, to have full body awareness. And then all those other happy things that are going on because of the lots of hugs and the oxytocin, all those happy hormones is why we see change in mental health.
0: I just, I connect to this so much being a very sensitive person. I remember when I walked out of Dr. Jobot's, um, you know, space having flow preso, And it's exactly like you said, um, you know, after waking up from an amazing nap or laying on the beach. And I remember his nurse having to walk me by the arm to my <laughs> next <laughs> therapy, but uh, it's just, it's the multiplier effect. I mean, you know what it's like with some of um, the frequency therapies, you may know the science behind it, but you don't necessarily feel particularly different your first or even maybe your second time. But there's no way to walk out of a flowpresso session without feeling renewed or centered or calmed. I mean, you always have a word to put to it. It's. I walked out hugging myself. I know it sounds silly, but the nurse grabbed me by the arm because I was hugging myself when I walked out. <laughs> so... Uh, you know we get a lot of the question here of well how does flowpresso differ from you know, compression boots in the hospital or the norm attack or even balancer pro that so many people have tried at the gym so do you want to maybe talk about the more technical side of flowpresso and how it's so special
1: yeah so look all those products are amazing um yeah, and where the, the difference is is we put in the far and heat so the warmth and obviously the frequency stuff as well and I think where it differs is we're individualising the therapy by wrapping you as the individual. So you know by the fact that we're actually um, accommodating for your size, your you know your comfort, all those things. Whereas a lot of these other products are you put a sort of slip them on and get in them. And the, and the unit, so we're not at that um, at that level yet with uh, compression where we can actually regulate it to say that it's at it you know like it just comes down to what we call millimeters per mercury which is the amount of pressure that it's applying and so it becomes more about the fact that this is more of an experience we're offering as opposed to just clinical so when you get into something like balance pro you slip it on the settings are made you've got a feeling that you know what feels okay and then off it goes um it's really hard to create an experience because it's often self done so you're not getting the ability to have someone wrap you put you into this whole system and bearing in mind this is feet legs abdomen and arms and a back piece so there's a lot more actual pieces to the suit that we have offering um, and so then the fact that someone wraps you puts you in this place covers your eyes gives you this experience but you know they're there if you need them that's where it's quite different so we're more what we call prescription as opposed to over the counter so whereas NormaTech and those are more over the counter so you just can slip them on We've also got a slightly different, what we call peristalsis movement. Um, So the way our unit is cycling is different again. So that creates, that's why it feels like when you get it, you're going almost on like waves and you float up. And then as it, so when it gets to the last setting at the top and then it um, creates this big snug hug and then it releases and you start all over again at the feet. So the idea is that we're trying to create that rhythmical feeling that you feel in your body but also that it's what the lymphatic system naturally does. Like fluid, it fluid has to go uphill when it's in the lymphatics. It's not moved unless you move. And so we were trying to mimic that. And that's what some of these other suits are trying to do as well. But we've just added all these extra little bits in there, I think. Um, add a different experience and probably why we're getting all these you know connections to self these you know changes in mental health these sleeping like our sleeping um, results are quite impressive Um, so you know we're approving the quality and the depth of someone's sleep even after one session it can happen Um, and that as we know and biological medicine is uh, the key is if we can get someone sleeping, we know they're recovering. And more importantly, their glymphatic. So their brain is draining, which is another whole subject we could just carry on with.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I talk about glymphatics all the time in my private practice. And I was just discussing it at Biomed with some of their patients last week. We, I know we should have a whole entire podcast about glymphatics. That would be amazing. We'll just let people ponder the word. We're not going to tell them too much about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so what are some of the more innovative ways you've seen practitioners integrating flow preso, You know, I'm partial to, uh, you know, Biomed Scottsdale and Providence. So what do you think of Dr. Drobot's use of it with the cell in the cleanse circuit that has flow in there?
1: Well, at the end of the day, we know Dr. Drobot is way ahead of all his time. He always has been the whole time I've known him. And uh, he, so he's, you know, he's really onto it because at the end of the day, it comes back to, if like you said earlier, if we don't regulate the autonomic nervous system, I feel we're just putting band-aids on everything. I just, it's just um and it's continuing to allow someone to do what they've done all along. And you know what's and so for me, his um self circuit is is quite incredible in what he's done. And I, I absolutely get why he's done it, because he's moving fluids, he's regulating, um, and then you know, he's got the oxygen, the PMF, the IV, all those things that are going to help. So regulate um move the lymph oxygenate you get your frequencies right and then you know pump you full of some good stuff I mean it sounds quite magical really I wish we had them here in New Zealand <laughs> oh it's the best
0: I absolutely was I mean it sounds cheesy but I was walking on air I, I just felt incredible and when you're out in the desert especially that was the first time that I did sell circuit you really feel like a new human walking back out into the desert after doing Cell circuit, but I can't imagine what it would be like without Flowpresso. I mean, that definitely is the pivotal treatment there for me personally. I, I love that it's in there, and now that it's been Flowpresso has been combined with his, um, you know, the cleanse circuit. I think that people are just feeling so much different. People have a lot of apprehension about a colonic and what that means. Yes, um, yeah, it kind of really hits a subconscious heart-centered place because of the way that people store information. And it's almost like, uh, you know, flow presso because, you know, like we've talked about, it is such a heart-centered therapy. It really helps expand that whole entire process. People feel better about letting go of what no longer serves. And Dr. Drobot and I haven't even spoken about the, you know, psycho-emotional or psycho-spiritual aspect but this is what I'm talking to clients about all of the time. And now that Flopresso exists, I have noticed more adoption of colonic. So it's just incredible that all these therapies are together.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if anyone's into the Louise Hay or Noon Noontal is another one, they all talk about lymphatics is about letting go. It's letting go of the anxieties in our lives. And it's, I mean, we now understand and science is caught up that you know, the cells um, that we keep, you know, we keep our traumas and our memories in our cells or in our fascia. And, you know, if we can move the body in a way that allows us to let go, which they talk about lymphatics is the, the, the mechanism to allow those emotions and everything to release, then, you know, that's another whole level. And, and I come back to our philosophy here in New Zealand, you know, and this is, again, what my sister did was applied those four principles. You know, you can't just have a great diet or exercise. You know, I've seen some people that have come into my clinic that I would have thought were of optimal health on the surface, but the minute you start working with them, you find that they're carrying trauma and emotion from years and it's still sitting in the system and manifesting in a way that needs to be released. So, you know, lymphatics is, you know, I think we're still in very It's very hard to measure. It's all, you know, um, subjective uh, in some of this this discussion. But you know, for me, it's more about I have seen too many times people let go after a lymphatic session, and but also gain perspective of what they need to do for self. That to me is the gem. If I had one of the most beautiful testimonials was sent from states, and it was a woman saying she'd just had her first session. She said, the world seems brighter to me now. I'm off to buy organic food. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. That's so you know, beautiful. It comes back to that self-empowerment. If if we can allow people to reconnect and just look, I, yeah, you know, I just, it comes back to that passion of mine of, to empower you to, to see that you need to take care of self and that, you know, that reset, like, what can I do? And then actually want to go and start doing all these things. Like you said, the colonics, you know, that's, that's a um, massive because you're now on the, on a real health journey because you're empowered and controlling it for yourself as opposed to being controlled by it.
0: Well, we always think, or I say, we always think, but we go to, oh, colonics, we associate them with women's health more so just in the general health and integrative world. But earlier today, I was um, hosting Marta DeBeard from LumiCeuticals, and we were discussing um, multi-generational health and men in their 40s and 50s, and how they're kind of um, being informed by so much information, if you will. I've noticed that that group of, or that age demographic they would love to be rooted into the science. Just give them the science and they'll go through and they'll do the treatments. And I remember this uh, patient at Biomed that I had referred, and you know, he just kept wanting to look at his HRV and kept wanting to look at his BIA. Uh, and for some of you who don't know what BIA is, that's looking at all the fluids, intracellular, extracellular, etc. Uh, and so we just kept talking in terms of, you know, those tests because that's what he was comfortable with. And after about a month, he opened up and shared how his relationships had transformed and he had a better relationship with his son, et cetera, et cetera. And he talked about how uh, he, he finally felt he was able to forgive his father and grandfather for something from his childhood and it helped him be able to connect with his son. It was just so beautiful. I just sat there and listened and you know, of course, I wished I had been recording the you know, testimonial at the time, but just these stories that people are coming out with, we really need to share them. It's so important for people to know how they can let go and be fluid and uh, just connect to this frequency. It's just incredible to me.
1: Yeah, no, that's an amazing story. and And I totally agree. I think the more freedom people have to understand that it's at, you know, it's that internal control, not the external control we'll face. I mean, I was having a conversation yesterday with someone who was going through a challenging time. And, and I said that, you know, we're to embrace the dark side just as much as the light, because positive can't work without negative. And, you know, the, you know, so it was just one of those moments where you go, yeah, we have to understand that our traumas and our emotions, everything's defined us. But if they if they affect our health, then we need to work on letting them go. And that's why the mind body spiritual approach is, is way more effective, I believe, in full recovery to health.
0: So now that you say that, something that I haven't asked you about um, there's a lot of different theories about multi generational trauma uh, and how it's informed and how we carry things through the multi generations. Um, but, you know, young children don't necessarily have an intellectual, awareness of that. Do you recommend flow for younger children just as a preventive therapy? Um, what age younger age groups do you recommend flow for?
1: So we can, um, here in New Zealand, offer it for over 11. There's always a lot of um, added um, risk in the sense of you need to have a parent present, those sorts of things. So it's more about the licensing of what you're allowed to do in your states, um, especially in the US. Um, But we've worked with a lot of children between 11 and up to 16, like from uh, definitely from the emotional stuff right through to chronic fatigue. Because ironically, chronic fatigue in children that young um, you know, it comes back to, ironically, a lot of research has been done about their time in vitro and the delivery.
0: Oh, and
1: no. <laughs> it, it's fascinating. And I, the most, I'll never forget, the most beautiful one I had was I had this young boy who was only 11. And he was living his life of two half mornings at school. And then the rest of the time he lay on the couch. He just had nothing. And so they came to me asking if they could be part of a trial I was running at the time. And so we put him through and, and every, every week he got to do more and the next minute he's out playing soccer and the next minute he's having a life. And I said to the mother, I've heard of this, this relationship of and research where they've found that mothers have gone through trauma at the time of carrying the baby or at the, pre, at the time of delivery. And she said, well, yeah, I did. I had a terrible uh, pregnancy and a, and a horrendous delivery. And I went, okay, why don't we both put you in at the same time, in the same room? Ooh. together in this in different suits and we did this um, and and I feel energy so you know I mean I was watching this I was crying watching it because I could just see this the shift happening and I watched her and the tears just started to flow like you could just see though and I didn't go and interrupt I just left her and that she was just crying the whole way through the session and I unleashed them get them out and her son comes over and he's rubbing her back he goes it's okay, mum, this is what this does, it allows us to let go, uh, and I just,
0: for the second time in this podcast,
1: <laughs> I was like, she's going, but I can't believe what came up, with and I said, yeah, but this is what we're just doing, is we're resetting that experience, like, let's just let that go, like, it doesn't need to be in your future, and you know, he's gone on now, he's at school full-time, he's, um, he's now, I think, he must be about 15, now 16 years of age. And honestly, you would never have known he was dealing. And he had been two years suffering when I met him. So, you know, that's where this intergenerational, all these things are linked. And I think a lot of, we have it here in New Zealand too, with our culture Maori, you know. And it, I, I think the more that we understand it and the more we recognize it and then work with it, in a way of releasing these traumas and these experiences. And because genetically, you're the guru on this, you know, it, it will come through if we can help people with that. That's um we're changing lifetimes of traumas.
0: Oh my gosh. The, what you, the, oh, the story you just shared is so incredible. I want to just share that with everybody. That's tell that story over and over and over again with everybody <laughs> that you meet. That's so cool. Have you had more opportunities to have? Um, siblings or multiple family members, you know, multi-generational, you know, mother, grandmother? Or is this basically where you're starting off and you hope that you can influence more people in this way?
1: Well, yeah, we, we start off. We do do date night. That's fun. Oh, cool. Putting a husband and wife or a partner and, you know, a couple in at the same time. And that's very cool. They come out. I'm actually thinking it would be perfect to put in conflict resolution. Like we put people <laughs> yeah. in it. And then put them in the rooms uh, to discuss their issues. Um, like pre-counseling or something like that, because I just there's just so much. It is quite an experience. Um, you know, we have often have um, mother daughters or friends, or because it's I don't know. Have you ever done sounds of soul? Have you ever heard of that? Where you actually um, you're hooked up to ECG, and and they're actually. We're measuring your heart and then we play you music, which is actually playing you back your own unique heartbeat. But you can do that with your partner. So you play each other's heartbeat to each other. And it's quite the most beautiful thing to do. But it's, it's similar in the sense of it's like it's connecting you at a different level because you're both in such a peaceful state that energetically I'm assuming, because, you know, it's a bit hard to measure that. Um, I probably need to get hold of someone like Joe Spencer who has a really cool technology to measure different frequencies in the room. Yeah. Um, but you see a change in people and it's, yeah. And so that's why we just... We're probably the only one here in New Zealand with two suits in the room, so this is where you know my clinic runs we're always doing kind of a research hub of, of observing different things. but you know there's some clinics in the states that are starting to go that way as well, but I do think there's something in that.
0: Oh my gosh, absolutely. Have you seen the research? Are you familiar with heart math? Yes yeah, yes. Sounds, what you're describing sounds very similar. Oh my gosh, I would love to collect all of you in the same room. <laughs> That maybe we need to have a panel discussion just about this because it's so, oh my gosh, it's so inspirational.
1: Yeah. That's, yeah.
0: <laughs> What's I mean, it's so something. I use the word inspirational. Um, it's beyond that. Just, you know, we talk about the collective consciousness and Ram Das. you know, we're all just walking one another home and this is the living proof of it every single day. I want to stamp it over and over again. It's amazing to me. What's on the horizon for Flowpresso? What's next? What are we going to see?
1: Uh, we're working, oh, we've got a product roadmap. So we're adding to, um, I'm going more down the technology way. Again, um, looking at different frequencies and how we can enhance the product. Currently working one with right now, which um, I look forward to when I come over to the States and putting you through it because this will blow your mind. <laughs> um this takes us to another level uh, of experience especially if you are so we're working more down in the base chakra and working on that energy so that um there becomes a it's quite it's very early days but for those who have experienced it there's a whole nother level sense of deep calm um, if you're more into energy work, you start to have a quite an um, incredible experience with this. So, you know, those are the kind of things I'm working towards. We've got, um, we're looking at an over-the-counter model because we're getting high demand for people having something at home. Yeah. You know, so there's, there is a lot on the horizon. We're in the middle of FDA regulation. Um, that is certainly an experience uh, <laughs> that allows, requires me... To get in the suit on a regular basis, I have to admit to maintain some autonomic regulation. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's never ending. People that know me, go, do I ever sleep? Um, and I do. Right when uh, I'm in the suit. I just nap when I'm in the suit. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, thank goodness I have the suit um, because it probably has been, uh, you know, my biggest ally all the way through to do the level of work that I do. But yeah, now we've got... You know, I think we're really looking at driving this into the States more now. Um, you know, we've built a bit of a framework and I'm planning to be starting now that I can start to travel into a beautiful country and uh, catch up with everyone again and reconnect and um very excited about coming back. I really love my time in the, when I get over in the States because yes. I get to be around black people like you. And, um yeah. It's a blessing to be around my other tribe or my other now in the United States. And uh, so, yeah, I think, you know, I think anything's possible. Uh, and I have very high, you know, expectations and visions um, in the sense of for greater good. And I tend to flow with what the path I get led on. I've learned now don't get out of the road because sometimes it's even better than you expected. A bit like that Joe Dispenza quote, you know. Mm-hmm um believe it's even better than you thought it could be and uh so that's my horizon for flow preso is um I just you know I I just want to be able to offer it and it's 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 a dream come true for me to know that I'm making a difference in in such a bigger way um you know I'm in the bottom of the earth literally <laughs> <laughs> and We launched in February 2020 and COVID hit here in March 20, March. And so we had just rolled out and we were thrown into quite a big, you know, spin on this. And so it was, you know, we had to reconsider what we were doing. And um, I'm just fortunate. I had people like Dr. Drobot and Kelly Kennedy, and Michelle Nelson, all my distributors that are in the States that just went, let's get lymphatics out there. Let's get this product out there. Let's make a difference. So I'm incredibly grateful that they kept driving that because I couldn't get over there. So, you know, I'm very blessed that I have the people in my life I do. And and that's part of the success of Flow Prezzo. I never believe it's, I might've, even when I said I created this, I go, we, because I don't believe it's just me. I've always believed that the epiphanies you have and the insights you you create and all those things don't just necessarily come from you alone. There seems to be more than this, than, than uh-huh. you know, I, I wake up in the middle of the night with an idea and my poor partner goes, oh, oh not again, like another one. <laughs> so, Literally. you know, I'm always grateful to whatever that source is because uh, everyone has a different opinion. Um, but I'm grateful for that and that's why I'll keep driving forward as as long as I'm asked to and, um, and try and support as many people as I can.
0: Well, you've been called and joined with some really incredible minds and some really amazing energy. It's so neat how you shared how you were with Dr. Drobot and he said, Desiree, you did it. We've been discussing this for so long and look, you did it. I mean, that had to feel amazing when he said that to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoy his, his high energy and so am I. So I really enjoy <laughs> being around him though. He's he's higher energy than me. And, um oh. He's higher uh, yeah.
0: than most of us. It'll be fun <laughs> when all three of us are in the
1: same room together, for sure. Oh, yeah.
0: It'll well, sparks, that's fine. What words of wisdom would you like to bestow on all of us today before we close?
1: There's a quote I have here in my office and um, I think it, it is one to consider for everyone. And that is, you have a mission to accomplish that involves your own unique abilities the world awaits your contribution that's so beautiful I think too many of us are defining ourselves by others and um, put expectations on ourselves due to social media and all those things but what if your unique abilities is here to create an amazing contribution to the world and let's step into those let's step into that and that's what brings value to you, but value to the world.
0: Thank you, Desiree. I'm so excited. We finally got to have you on well examined and I love that the listeners were able to contribute to ask questions. And like we discussed earlier, I'm already thinking about when you can come back on, but uh, maybe it's going to be when you're in person and we're going to do a live recording. That would be really fun. Oh,
1: that would be, well, I appreciate it and all your listeners for listening in and yeah, um, you know, we talk about araha in New Zealand, which is love. And, you know, I want to pass on my araha to everyone. And um, and thank you from my heart to yours as well, Christine, for the opportunity because it is always, you know, it's I'm incredibly grateful for the people in my life and, and for you being one of those.
0: Well, likewise, lots of love back to you. And we will talk to you again soon. Thank you, Desiree.
1: My pleasure. Thank you.